The voluntary reaction is a safe space where known dullards gather to drink from the keg of glory or drown in the pool of despair. All opinions, takes, questions, criticisms, and insults cannot and will not be held against a speaker after a 24-hour cooling-off period. Please listen accordingly. And here we go as it's a final now. And Tennessee has defeated Arkansas by 18 in a rout. The Volunteers running away from the Hogs tonight at Thompson Bowling Assembly Center and Arena 75-57. to 57, Your final for the Big Orange. And was that the last time? We will see. Vescovy, Triple J, Kamwa, Urosh at Thompson Bowling Arena. Man, I would like for a couple of those guys, at least one, to come back for one more time. Remember, Folky did it. Folky had his going away. Remember, he kissed the floor, and he came back for one more year. It would be a big help for Tennessee basketball moving forward to have uh, the keeper of the culture, one of those guys, as they said there, uh, to lead this team into next season. But for tonight, we drink from the keg of glory as it was Kamwa leading the way, 16 points. Very efficient night for Olivier, 7 of 12 from the field, 7 rebounds. It was Vescovy on senior night, 14 points, 5 of 11, 3 of 7 uh, from three-point range. And I thought his bomb uh, from way downtown, just under seven minutes to make it 63 to 46 was kind of the dagger for Tennessee to seal it up. Uh, Josiah Jordan James, 11 points on three of eight shooting. Josiah getting to the free throw line, four of five from the stripe tonight. And it was a, a big night for the Volunteers. Obviously, the subplot here, the Zakai Ziegler injury. Uh, no word on the extent of that injury. Of course, it did not look good, and I'm sure that's something that we will be following here. I would be surprised if they have much of an update after the game. They might. You never know in these type of situations, but more than likely, we'll have to wait till tomorrow for anything definitive, and um, we'll be waiting bated breath, as obviously that has a huge impact on Tennessee's postseason prospects. But Bear, jump in here, my friend. I thought this was one of the best wins of the season, just a complete wall-to-wall domination of a pretty good team. Yeah, th- that's what tonight I was just thinking in the past, watching as, as the clock wound, wound down on the last four minutes of the game. This is the first game where we really looked like a uh, just demolished team. We looked like the number 12 team in the country, and they looked like a team that weren't even ranked. Um where it was just, we just took it to him. Awaka had a huge uh, first half. Didn't quite have, uh, he didn't get as many minutes in the second half, but we we absolutely just took it to him in the paint. I don't know what the final, I'm sure Davies probably got it when he jumps in here, the final paint numbers and just the, the level of defense and just the absolute denying them. Uh, we We took away what they like to do when they're successful which is just rip it to the goal. So hell of an effort tonight. Proud of him. I was really, I felt like we, unless I'm mistaken, we shot a lot better from the free throw line. Everybody looked like they had their stroke back from there. So it got better in the second half. It was um, kind of rough in the first. And then the, the other, 
the other thing, uh, you're exactly right on the Vesco bomb. Uh, cause they had, that was after day that Davis kid had hit that, hit the three, got the steal and the run out. And all of a sudden it went from 17 down to 12 in like five seconds. And then Santi drained that bomb and put yeah, it back should, to 15. should mention, uh, Julian Phillips looked good in his return. 26 minutes tonight, seven points, five rebounds, a little, a little rusty there. He also had three assists. Um, a couple of turnovers there, but I thought he settled in as the game went went along. And hey, man, it's it's pretty obvious having him and and Triple yeah. J back is a huge lift. Yeah, I, I, we were attacking the. I liked how we looked tonight, like uh, attacking the rim. Uh, I felt like he did it well. Triple J, obviously Jemai, um, that you know that that sequence. Oh, where. It was Vescovy, and then he handed it off to Jemai, and he dribbled all the way under the basket and did the reverse. It was just a thing of beauty. So, Euros, very quiet. I know he only had four points, but I felt like he – There were nice buckets, yeah. We needed him. Huge, huge role in his, his touch. He's developing quite the touch around the basket. Yeah. Just clobbered him, clobbered him inside. Let's so. get Davey Hudson from OutKick in here with us, the third member of our triumvirate. Davey, good evening, my friend. Hope you're doing well tonight. Your thoughts on a big win for the Vols at Thompson Bowling. Hello, gentlemen. Uh, glad to be here with you all as we watched a absolute ass-kicking. I, I thought Rusty mentioned it was one of the better performances we've seen this year. Great way to close out the season at home. I mean, you you score outscore Arkansas by nine in both the first and second half. Uh, it's just a steady way of just grinding them down. I don't have the exact paint numbers for you just yet, Bear. I do know there's the uh, app as I try to pull that up. But right now, you just absolutely, I think it was we had 38 points in the paint uh, at around like the under eight in the second half. But we were just taking it to them and making sure that we weren't going to be bullied. We were the aggressor tonight. We got to the line more than they did. And that's what we've been wanting to see this team do. 17 to 25, while it's not great, I honestly would sign up for that every night moving forward with this team. So one positive, one negative for you, gentlemen, before we get to the speakers here. The positive, 3-0 and in the throwback uniforms. Just That's saying. Right. Just saying. <clears throat> Might want to pack those for postseason play. And the negative, what are you putting these – uh, Triple J and Sankey's family up in the damn nosebleeds? Like, they're up there with uh, those, like, monocles, those uh, opera um, binoculars trying to watch the game? That's unacceptable, man. Can well, we get these guys some that, decent seats? That and tri Triple J's dad looks like he's he played defensive or offensive tackle for, you know, like in the old days for, like, the Raiders. He's a, I couldn't believe how big that dude is. Think he's, he's all crammed into that little chair up there in the nosebleeds. <laughs> oh man, we got to get those guys like all the space, or it's you know it's my pet peeve. Millionaires that, row. You know it's my pet peeve that we don't have like the seats closer to the to the floor like they do at Arkansas, where it's right up on there. Break out some chairs and put those folks down there on the floor with the team. And <laughs> that's so so ridiculous. But yeah. anyway. I do want to also add that as of right now, you have a one and a half game lead on fifth place. So getting that double by Vols currently sitting 
at fourth in the SEC with an 11 and six conference record. Kentucky's at 11 and five. Uh, they'll play tomorrow night, but it's it's good to get that double bye heading into the SEC tournament. Now, again, we still need to take care of business against Auburn on Saturday, but this was a big step forward. And you got to like with how that team played. Now, again, with the Zakai Ziegler news, um, even if it's not a, a long term injury, you're expecting to be without him for least the rest of this season i would imagine uh but yeah we'll see how this team responds and how they're going to look to try to i guess act without having a true point guard out there yep uh we'll be uh, we'll let you know we'll be keeping an eye on to the comments coming out of the post game interviews and whatnot and see if there's any news on sakai ziegler in the immediate future all right, uh, before we get to it, as most of you all know, we had a tragic loss today in the Knoxville sports radio community family. Um, Roger Davis, who's known to one and all as Roger calling into the shows, passed away, unfortunately, today. He took took ill and passed away earlier this afternoon. So we're going to dedicate tonight's show to Big Raj, and you got to think, Bear, our boys smiling down tonight. Uh, I know this would have made him very happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Incredibly happy. And we've told everybody, I see, I told you so. So, just, yeah, somewhere he's smiling. So, and thanks to everybody who donated to the GoFundMe as, that hit the goal very quickly, as you knew it would, and hopefully that will take care of all the arrangements and things that need to be made for the people who looked after Raj, and I know there's going to be a, a service as well for friends and family to to attend, so we'll keep you up to date on those arrangements as news becomes available, but tonight we celebrate for Raj and hope for the best for Zakai Ziegler, and let's get to it. If you want to speak on it, just request to speak, and we'll come right to you. Some random guy is up first. What's, What's up, up, random? Guys? Man, hey, almost my pseudo-customary leadoff spot, man. It seems like half the time yeah. I'm leadoff, so uh, I'll try to start this thing off right. First and off, uh, you know, prayers go out to the uh, to the loved ones of Roger. Uh, you know, I know he's up there looking down and uh, happy for a Vols W tonight. Um, you know, on a on a on a happier note, um, man, what a good feeling to absolutely curb stomp Arkansas, which is a fan base that just seems to want to be us so damn bad in everything. I tell you what, man, we got the, we got the traditional rivals, you know, basketball is Kentucky, you know, basketball is, or I mean, basketball is Kentucky, football is Bama and Florida, but man, kicking the shit out of Arkansas just feels good the last couple of years. They're, they're a bunch of cocky assholes and this felt pretty good tonight. Um, I know Tony Vitello enjoyed this wherever he yes. was watching, hopefully with a cold beverage after. He got back in the dugout today and watched Maui Ahuna and the Vols take down Charleston Southern. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Tony's back. 
Maui is freed and we kicked the hell out of Arkansas. So it's a pretty good Tuesday. Um, yeah. You're talking about like the senior night and the guys that could come back. I could conceivably see triple J maybe coming back because I don't think his NBA draft stock is that high. I mean, he's looking at a maybe a second round, more like going to the G League or overseas. I could see him coming back maybe for one more year. Um, I think the fact that Mama and Papa Vescovy that were there tonight, that's it for Santi. He's, he's done. They were there to see his last game. Uh, I think that was pretty telling that they were there. I know the James family was there, but that's a short drive. I mean, them flying up from Uruguay, that's halfway across the planet. Um, I think it's a good point. I, I didn't even thought of that rando, but you're absolutely right. That's a considerable trip to, to make. And so that's probably the writing on the wall there. I'll say this, all the guys, I don't know who can really improve their draft stock or their professional prospects overseas by coming back. The only one that I kind of wonder about is, is Kamwa. Really, because he's the guy that's like flashed and been up and down. I think that Triple J and Vescovy kind of are what they are at this point. They're nice players, man. That's not an insult. They're they're good players. Probably not NBA players, but they're overseas pros for sure. Kamwa is the one to me where it's like, man, if if he could if he could put together an entire season of playing to his potential. May, may you know maybe maybe there is more potential for him to to earn more. I again hesitate to suggest he's an NBA guy, but uh, it feels like there's more development for him out there than the others. Just my opinion. I, I could certainly see that. I could see him coming back for one more year as well. I hadn't even thought about Olivier, but him coming back and running kind of a larger front court with Adu and Awaka next year, and him kind of playing that split hybrid you know, point forward, almost kind of position. Uh, I could see him coming back and having a big year and improving his stock. So uh, we'll wait and see. I mean, you know, prayers out for Zakai. I don't want to speculate, but that looked really, really bad. It was good to see the rest of the team uh, step up, fill the void, play some lockdown defense and kind of, you know, last two games feels like we're maybe getting the swagger back a little bit. Um, You know, it's, uh, it's easy to write off beating down South Carolina because God knows they're the worst program in the SEC. But uh, that Arkansas win tonight was impressive. So that's all I've got. I'll pass the baton off to the next one. We'll see you guys on Saturday. Thank you, Rando. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, yeah. I'm being, being told by young Hayden Wallen that uh, Tony Vitello was courtside after, nice. uh, after his win at Lindsey Nelson. Nice. Yeah. Hopefully that beard's coming back in soon. Davey, um, your thoughts on if if Zakai is out for a while here and you get Triple J and uh, Phillips back and changes the just physical profile of our team drastically and become a, a very long, strong, physical team, does bully ball work? Can we bully our way to a couple of wins in the NCAA tournament? Or do you think that we are still lacking in 
scorers, shooters, skill players, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we could bully our way to a Sweet 16, but that's as far as this team can go without Zakai Ziegler. I, I just, I mean, you're having two games where you just, you make it work, but I, I've said it time and time again. I mean, March is all about your guard play. And while we might have some guards that are able to do a few things here or there, we don't have a true point guard that's going to be able to come in and play unless, I mean, I'm, and I'm not saying this jokingly, but B.J. Edwards like steps in and just becomes like a five-star player all of a sudden. Uh, you you mean, have to have that. He didn't get a minute tonight. That's so, <laughs> so bizarre, man. Uh, I think we're all singing from the same songbook, but, I mean, yeah. if you weren't going to play him tonight, I mean, good grief. I don't know, man. Um, surprised that Arkansas didn't try to press Tennessee. I mean, that's you would think with our best ball handler out, and you saw Vescovy, like all our none of our guys look super confident, and you put any sort of pressure on them bringing the ball up. It's like they can't wait to get rid of it. I was kind of surprised that Musselman didn't try a little full court action or anything. Triple J did a lot better tonight, I thought. He might be our smoothest ball handler, really. Yeah. I mean, he's he's able to, you know, Ziegler, Ziegler. so low to the floor. Yeah. <clears throat> and he is so quick. But um, I, I noticed tonight for the first time this year that Triple J looked more like the old Triple J. Like he was he was down. He got down low to the floor and he was moving. He wasn't he wasn't looking to stop. I didn't get to see it, but they just had Lunardi on ESPN, and they were asking him how the committee views Tennessee if Ziegler is out. So I'm sure they'll find a way to hold that against us. Yeah, more than likely. I mean, right now I think most people have us at a three seed, and that's that's where I would have us uh, at the moment. Again, you can move up to a two seed if you have a, a great run in the SEC tournament, but as of right now, I, I think uh, two or three, pretty much where we're. There's a chance you fall to four. I don't. I don't think so. I, I, if you fall to four, I, I think that would be because they're holding nose to Kai Ziegler against you. But, well, Palm had us as a four this past week or so. So I, I mean, I don't think. I mean, I, I, I would hope that a a four that four is the floor, but yet. I can see it. I, don't, I hear what you're saying, Davey. But let's just beat Bruce the first Saturday and yeah, go from I'm there. Telling you, I, I could see them dropping us down to a five. Ugh, that's I, hard. I, I mean, that's, I would have. If you, if you want me if, to, I'll, I'll give you the scenario. I feel like a loss. I feel like a win today takes that out of the equation. Like if we had lost both of these games, then maybe. But man, I I don't know, man. You, you would have to lose. Saturday, and then your first game in the SEC tournament to get to that. And he, yeah. and even then, I, I would still have you at a four. I, I'm telling you, I think that's where they ding us. If we lost the next two without Ziegler, that's where he'd come into play. Well, they put us on that, that five line. <laughs> let's not do that. No. Let's, let's not, but... not have the ugliest game of basketball in the history of the game since uh, we were playing with peach baskets like we did up here. TJ, what's up? I got the wheel on my end. I thought I had a nice smooth yeah. transition to TJ. And ends up being a train wreck. TJ, you there? Nice. Nah. You got the wheel, dude. The big, the big thing for 
Auburn, though, is, I mean, they get Alabama tomorrow. So you want to talk about a big game where you're arch rival. I mean, all you've been doing is talking shit if you're Auburn to Alabama because the storyline is going to continue to be Brandon Miller and the fact he's out there. I think if Auburn wins, somehow gets the upset tomorrow, Let like down they'll probably come in flat, yeah, for Saturday. T-Carp is next. What's up, T-Carp? Hey, guys. Uh, man, just uh, been in meetings all day and just learned that uh, Roger passed. Uh, he wouldn't want us to be sad. He would uh, He would want us to, to be just absolutely ecstatic over this basketball team. So, uh, man, it, it really sucks, but uh, he's in no more pain. His body is working uh, just like ours are, and uh, – and man, uh, the thing about him is, is uh, he, he he's man. I, I it, it's just hard to think about it, him him being gone, but he's he's healed and he's he, he he's full. So that, that's that's the great part about it. Um, man, this uh, it's finally nice to to string a, a few games together, boys. Uh, winning two, how, winning two in the SEC. Who would have thought? Look at us. Look at us. Peeking at the right time, T-Carp. Peeking at the right that's time. That's really okay. Okay, that's what you're saying. Uh, do I need to buy back in? Because, okay, here, here's my thought. We, we've we shown we can beat anybody in the country. When you beat Alabama, you, you showed you can, you, can beat, you can just beat anybody you want to. When you're, you're playing offense, when you, when you can score. What if Tennessee gets a hot streak and can start scoring? And start, you know, all they have to do is score 75, 80 points a game, and, and they're going to beat anybody in the country. Hey, Davey, where, where, <laughs> I know, I know. I, it, hey, Davey, whereabout was uh, Arkansas in the Kim Palm defense metrics? Uh, I'll have to look that up. I know they were 14th in the net. I, I feel like they're a pretty good defensive team. Um, so they got the impressive. The, the the all the calls they got in the first half against them, uh, I really changed. Like you could tell, they got really frustrated. And yeah, there it, was a like that one sequence in the second half where it's like the guy was just determined to foul Triple J. It's like, yeah, what are you guys doing? Where he fouled him out there on the wing, and it's like they. I kept waiting for him. It looked like the an end of a game kind of sequence right there. Yeah, it was strange. And we were up by 15 at least by that point. The game They're 11th in defensive efficiency, and I think we probably had our best offensive game of the year. So do I. So. The, we had a really good game plan. I don't know who had the scout tonight, but the way, you know, whatever we were doing there with the, the picks at the elbows and the curl, the fold action or whatever, he called it the rap action that Jimmy Dykes was talking about. It just kept going to that in the first half. And man, it seemed like we were either getting a layup, a dunk, or we we're turning it over. <laughs> I'll say what it didn't seem like we were doing tonight that's driven me nuts most of the year is where they get into where they look like they're almost doing some kind of damn Harlem Globetrotter like weave thing. And it it just always ends up being a, you know. A, a missed shot. They never really get a good look. Yeah. So. But here's something I want to throw out there. So right now, and again, this can change, but we're third in the net. We're fourth in Cam Palm. I don't know if there's ever been a team that's been top five in both that has been lower than a three seed in the NCAA tournament. Hmm. Just hmm. something to keep an eye on. 
what, Davey, what I mean, what do you really think about this team? Do you think do you think they can do it? Do you think they will do it? Like what's like I know you're you have kind of a pretty pessimist attitude about things. You would call it a realist, but I I, I want to know what you honestly think of this team after this game. Yeah, that's what Russ Cole would say about it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I right now see this team. I mean, they're probably going home in the second round. Okay. I just, I, I can't get around the idea of like not having a point guard. And I, I was feeling a lot better. Obviously, with Zakai out there and thinking like, I mean, may, maybe if Triple J is playing well, Julian Phillips gets in the rotation, you can get something from Key. All those pieces together this team might be able to make something happen. The The only piece of hope I'm holding on now is I'm kind of thinking of it's like a Kevin Ware type situation, except they're not actually in the NCAA tournament. For those that don't remember, Kevin Ware uh, went down, I believe it was the Sweet 16 game, basically just broke his leg, bone sticking out. Um, and is that for they Louisville? end up I thought Louisville, that was the yeah. Final Four game, Davey. Oh, no, no they because it, ha- it happened, they beat Duke in that game. And I think it was the Sweet 16. So, uh, they're able to to do that and then go on and win the national championship after one of their better p- players and key guys goes down um, when, when it mattered. So it's just, I mean, this team would have to really rally around everybody that's there, and they just have to change up a lot of their structure from from what they're wanting to do. We, we would definitely have to just have our guys in the post just go ham every single night. Right. I, I It looked to me like Triple J did well. As a little bit of a ball handler point guard, I don't – again, I'm so ignorant when it comes to basketball. I really rely on you guys. But, man, I, it, it seems to me that Barnes does better coaching when he's forced – when he's, like, pigeonholed to. He's like, okay, you've got this guy, this guy, and this guy out. Now you've got to rely on this guy to be a, a point guard. Oh, wow, he's been a better point guard this whole time. I, who, who knows what's going to happen I know that's very kind of insensitive of me to say it like that, but that that's just what I think. I love y'all to death. Um, good night, sweet Prince Roger. Uh, be with the Lord, fly high, and uh, and tell God up there that uh, Vols are number one. Thank you, T-Car. Appreciate you, my friend. Hey, real quick, I wanted to go back to something you had said, Russ, um, about how you – there in the second half, it, we look like a different team, a lot longer and and more athletic and more physical. And like it, it made me wonder if it, that lineup, you know, depending on which ref crew's calling the game, if they're letting us play, would match up better with like Kentucky specifically. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know. Uh, we might find out next week. I think that. It's, it, it definitely changes the profile a little bit. I guess if we're going to be starting Triple J. Here, here's the thing, man. Vescovy has got to stay out of foul trouble. That's the nightmare scenario now going forward. That's staying healthy. Well, oh, God. Why would you even say that, Bear? Because knock on wood. we talked about it. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. So it's a long group. Go ahead. It's a long group, though. If it's going to be Vescovy and uh, – <laughs> I guess Triple J in the backcourt with a walk or um, Adu and Kamwa and Phillips. Is Phillips starting? Who's uh, who's? I'm missing somebody. Who? 
Did you say Meshack? Meshack. Meshack. God, what a what a defensive player, man. He he's credited with four steals tonight. It felt like he had about twelve. He is lightning fast. Only one of six from the field, so it's you got to you got to get that from him. And again, like we can't, we shot. But damn it, he the attacks the rim, man. He's the one guy who just puts his head down and goes, and he's four or six from the free throw line. Like, well, if he can consistently get fouled and get to the line and hit them, which is something this team's struggled with, if if he can do that, then he'll he'll definitely be a difference maker on the offensive end. But yeah, that's a long group with Meshack. Vescovy, Triple J, and then Adu and Kamwa down low. Getting good minutes from Awaka and Urosh off the bench the past couple of games. Maybe getting on a little bit of a flow here. Awaka, Maybe getting a little Awaka's bit of a flow. Man child. He's a beast. He had five offensive rebounds tonight. Woo. Let's try TJ again here. Yeah. TJ, hey, there? what's up, guys? Hey, there he is. What's up, hey, man? Hey, uh, I messaged you earlier once again. Um, I send my regards out to you guys. Uh, with Ro- I always loved listening to Roger, listening to y'all for the past four or five years now. Um, so you guys are definitely in my thoughts and prayers. And I know from the way you guys speak about him, he is definitely smiling down tonight on this massive Tennessee victory. Thank you, TJ. Means a lot, buddy. And he, yeah, for for sure, he's part of the family. Absolutely. Hey, you know, I got a question. You you asked it earlier. I'm going to ask it in a different way. Could this, and again, prayers out to Zakai. Um, we we talked about him earlier when I called the show. Uh, excellent ball player. But could you see this as a Kentucky situation where? Your point, your oh. point guard one goes down, but wow. but your whole offensive scheme changes, and you utilize things that the point guard beforehand would not have utilized, and you actually get better. I, the only thing I'll say, on the, and I swear to God, I'm not taking a shot. You can't compare Severe Wheeler to Zakai Ziegler. I mean, Severe Wheeler is just. Has had a tear. I mean, he's been terrible this year. I didn't think he was very good last year. And Zakai Ziegler's a finalist for the Nate Smith Defensive Player of the Year. What I was going to say is we're we're definitely going to miss him more on the defensive side than the offensive side. And that's not to say that he is a bad offensive player, but I do think, like to to your point, TJ, I think what you're asking is like, could it be one of those situations where? He, he dominates the ball so much offensively. Now he's not out there. Everybody has to pick it up. Everybody has to play better. And I do think you you saw a little bit of that tonight. It wasn't like one guy replaces Zakai Ziegler. It was kind of like, we're going to do this by committee. Vescovy's going to do most of the quote-unquote point guard ball handling work, but you're going to see Phillips bring it up. You're going to see Triple J bring it up. You're going to see Meshack bring it up. Uh, we saw that a lot actually tonight. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to say better or worse or different or anything like that after just one game. We'll, we'll have to wait and see how, how it unfolds here, but it will be different for sure without him out there.
what I would do is I would put Jemai Meshack on their point guard. Ooh, that's interesting. I, I mean, put, he's the fastest I, one out there. I just feel like we're at the point where we put Meshack on, I was going to say their best perimeter player, but we put him on Brandon Miller. We, it, it, it just might be, he's the stopper. You, you put him on whoever you got to put him on. I, he had a lot of on Ricky Council today, got his few rotations on Nick Smith. Um, he just played everywhere. But that's an interesting thought, Davo. Let uh, let Rick Barnes go old school and play a little box and one or triangle and two. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hold my breath. Yeah, on that. you know, you you read my mind exactly because since Wheeler and I agree with you, Bear Ziegler is one hundred percent better than Wheeler. Uh, but since Wheeler's injury, um, just like you said, we've had Toppin bring the ball down. We've had you know Wallace and Frederick, and we you've got different guys now that uh that are playing instead of just one guy trying to facilitate and i feel like it would open the floor more and like you said big bully ball uh if you come across kentucky again you have to play differently and it might turn out for the best so uh prayers to ziegler uh rest in peace roger and a good win tonight guys thank you tj appreciate the kind words yeah keep things rolling here Jesse is next. What's up, Jesse? Can we just retire the fan favorite wearing number five against cocky fan bases that Tennessee does not like? <laughs> this is no. For the Hinden, what else happened? What did I? The Hendon Hendon Hooker. The Hendon Hooker. Go! The Hendon Hooker. The basketball team just went down tonight. So, Very uh, similar. The only the only reason this one is in any way right now not as excruciatingly painful as as a guy is a a sophomore amen brother like i like i know worst case scenario this really sucks but we'll get him back next year everything will be right but with hendo it was damn we're never gonna see him play again yeah well Well, i will say this i'm i'm really uh bear you know i'm really close to somebody who is an orthopedic surgeon and after the hooker injury he immediately texted me, said, that's an ACL. He's done. Yeah. Uh, asked him about this tonight, and he said, could be an ACL. Not sure. So maybe I mean, a little it bit didn't, of... It, it didn't get... I've seen it. It looked bad. And if you just watch enough of, the, you know, watch enough of it, you realize when something doesn't look... It didn't look right, but it, like, it didn't look as pronounced as Hendon's. And um, I've actually, you know, been on the field when you know, somebody was writhing in pain like Zakai was and you immediately think the worst. And a lot of times those don't turn out to be as bad, but Barnes said in his, uh, I meant to text it to you guys, Grant Ramey Barnes is, is there's a quote from him about Zakai. Just, he was very concerned as soon as he saw that he was down on the floor in pain like that. And well, Barnes never comes out to check on an injured player. And he came out just about immediately. Yeah. Well, UT spokesperson, uh, nothing really to report will be evaluated tomorrow. So, yeah, I'm sure they'll be. Hell, they may not know for a couple of days until the swelling goes down. Is that the knee that's been bothering him all year? It's a good question. I don't know. He had a big sleeve on it. So perhaps. Well, I'm going to say this I'm about to be the biggest sunshine pumper there is. I think our offense tonight 
moved more methodical, not fast, with Viscovi stepping up and basically not having to be a volume shooter. He still got his his average attempts in and whatnot, but it wasn't the jack and threes and and all that fun stuff. Um, it yeah, just the only thing that concerns me is Arkansas has has no size. I mean, they just didn't have very much size, and the the biggest the Mitchell kid. I mean, he fouled out quick, Jesse. So, oh, uh, oh, this I, one, this may not work like it did tonight. Oh, I, oh, I know, and the battered ball syndrome just hit when Ziegler went down. It's just like, all right, here we go, pack it in. Um, but I just think that Barnes is about to get a methodical offense. And, like, the one thing I, I saw a lot of people saying is, like, okay, now we've got to replace Ziegler's shots. But, like, for the last two or three weeks, we've been down two guys that have been normal contributors. And so, like, we're not really replacing shots per se, because for like what the last four or five games we've been down Phillips and triple J now this time it's Ziegler and key being out. So like, I mean, the one good thing, and I think a lot of people underrate is like, I, I still to this day, think this is Barnes deepest team um, he's had um, at Tennessee in the eight years, maybe the best, but I do think the depth is there. Um, big shout out to Meshack. Like as Russ said earlier, it is a miracle blessing to see. Like I don't, I didn't care that you know he missed a few of those shots, but the fact that he took a dribble and just attacked the basket, like I feel like we've been all waiting to see that from someone not named Ziegler for like the month of February. And like I think I wouldn't be surprised if he just goes crazy. Um, oh, oh, rolling into the postseason. Now, I will say this. I, I saw the Lenardi bet, and I can't stand the guy. Everyone hates him. Hmm. I don't think the SEC tourney means much for our seeding. The one case where I do think it could be is if we wind up meeting Bama in the semis without Ziegler. I think maybe, just maybe, if, you know, we were to take them on again and win without Ziegler. Maybe we get, you know, what I feel would be um, uh, validation of what our seating probably should be. Um, but right now, I think, you know, you don't want to look that far forward. But I would be interested to, you know, I hope we do get to play Bama in the semifinals and, uh, at the SEC tourney because, like, I feel good about our chances against anyone just because of the depth, like losing, losing Ziegler um, definitely, definitely hurts. But I think if there's any kid that this team could rally behind in good times are bad, it's, it's obviously him and, you know, the fan base as well, but great win tonight. Good to see everyone step up and also good night to, to see Euros to not get a tech on senior night. So um, as much as I think we all wanted to see that, uh, uh, love Euros, man. Dude's a dude's been my favorite player on this team this year. He's he, he's a lightning rod. I was about to say he's a fan favorite, but we have some fans who's he's not so much a favorite. He's a favorite of mine. I'm in your camp, Jesse. Big Urosh guy. So if he wanted to come back for one more year, I would welcome him with open arms. But. We appreciate you, my man. Thanks for jumping in here. 
We'll keep things moving tonight and get Justin Hanna in here next. Justin, it was nice meeting you Friday. Thanks for the cookies. I believe they are, uh, if they're not completely gone, they're just about gone. We've been uh, destroying them here over the weekend. I'm glad you enjoyed them there, Russ. I, uh, like I said, I, I, I just wanted to call in real quick because I was laying here in bed and I just wanted to, I really didn't want to talk about that. I just wanted to send my condolences out to Roger and his family. It's just, I mean, it, it was heartbreaking to hear that this afternoon. Yeah. Thank you, man. We appreciate that. And I know that <clears throat> a lot of people were devastated to hear the news. I certainly was. I know all of our crew at, at Fan Run were. And I mean, you heard T Carp. He, he just learned about it. I'm sure there's some folks who, who don't know. And it's just, it's, it's very sad, very sudden. And we appreciate all the thoughts. And oh, prayers. yeah. And, and, and real quick, because I'm fixing to off and get to bed. It's near 11 o'clock, and I got to bed at 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, also, just thinking about the Zakai, man, that, I was watching that work, and my heart just sank when he hit the floor. Uh, I mean, you don't want to conflate what happened with Big Raj, but, I mean, uh, it's just like, really? Really? Yeah. Today? I mean, the... You know, I'm glad they won the game, uh, but today was supposed to be about, you know, Tony Vitello and Maui Ahuna coming back. And, uh, man, uh, I'm glad we won the games, but I'd, I'd much rather have Zakai's health and, and Big Raj back calling into the drive. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's uh, it's bad. It's just two kicks in the guts, and that, you know, for that tonight. So, like I said, I, I'm not going to get on here and scream because. I didn't know Raj was. I, I, I didn't know this afternoon that uh, Raj wasn't a fan of the language on here sometimes. But <laughs> I, I'm going to keep it civil tonight. Thank exactly. you. Yeah. It's just civil. As appreciate I appreciate so, Why are you laughing no. over for bear? Hey, he got. He was not a fan of of coarse language <laughs> though. And I, one of the things I loved about him, he was not afraid to, uh, Roger had some stones, man. He'd let you know. You always knew where you stood with Oh, I, I, I remember, I think I lost him. They, they played that. I, him and John got in a knockdown drag out a couple of years here in Book last oh. year. That was just fantastic. There. Oh, Rogers, Roger alone probably holds at least three of the spots on Knoxville Sports Talk Radio's Mount Rushmore of, just insanity. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Now that's one of them, the infamous throwdown with John Reed. <laughs> Cody's just the, the best part was Cody's just the back just snickering the whole time during it. So <laughs> John and Rod raging at each other. <laughs> Great. Oh my god. Well, guys, like I said, I'm gonna get off here. I'm gonna get in the bed and everything. I'll uh, I'll talk to y'all Saturday. Hopefully, after I, I, I don't. What time does the game start Saturday? That's a good question. What time is it? Is it two Eastern? Police okay, style. I might be back. I, I'm actually, y'all be proud of me. I'm taking my nephew to the uh, Legends of Tennessee camp Saturday in Jackson. Uh, right. With Jabari and I think oh, cool. Coral and Bruce McCoy, they're all going to be there like helping him out and everything. So that's that's the, I'm really looking forward to it and hopefully he gets the learns up from them. So I, uh, but like I said, I'll you boys later. I love you. Love you too, buddy. Thank you. Uh, it looks like a 2 p.m. tip Saturday on ESPN. 4 p.m. VR. Brucifer. 
I feel like the boys, if, if you know, obviously we're all in agreement. The guy's not playing Saturday, right? Yeah, you know, we're all like, in agreement there. Yeah. So we'll like, be stunned. Uh, barring some kind of miracle. Um, uh, I feel like the boys ought to pull together and go down there to Auburn and, and win one for Zakai. Well, the atmosphere down there is almost the biggest hurdle. I mean, they've, that arena is, you know, the ceiling's so low and they've loud, man, a good job getting the students right on top of you. And Bruce gets them all worked up into a frenzy and that place is, it might be the hardest place to play in the league and they've, they've got a good team and we'll see what happens with them in Alabama tomorrow. But I mean, they're playing for seeding too. They're, they're still in the hunt for that four seed in the sec tournament. And I predict a battle down there. Just a uh, man. I hope it's not like it was last time. I hope there's a little bit more offense, but I don't, I don't think there's going to be much. I just, I hope we get a, a decent crew that can and and I'm I'm not talking about a crew that would favor just a, a crew that knows how to call it. what was that one game was it Texas the Texas game where they called a really and we Alabama we had the crew that just let them play and that played into our hands yeah that's, what that's was gonna... the foul count tonight I wonder if Arkansas fans feel like they got screwed I, over I think it ended up fairly even like it was 20 21 fouls on Arkansas 16 on Tennessee it seemed like there was over 40 fouls but for there there for a minute it was every possession going I mean the big thing for Arkansas and I got the numbers now but they gave up 42 points in the paint and they and we had 13 second chance points so when you look at that you're just not going to win when you do I mean we've been on the losing end of that before I had a game like they had tonight. I mean, it doesn't happen often, but. And we also had 19 points off turnovers. So you factor all that together. Yeah, they're, they're struggling. Then, I mean, I know Zakai went down, so his minutes were definitely severely limited since he went down in like the first three minutes. But, I mean, we had 29 bench points. So. Yeah. But we were turning them over tonight like we were turning people, people over at the end of last year when Kennedy went unconscious and was picking everybody's pocket. Which I'm glad that game happened here because you guys know the last time we actually won at Arkansas. Uh, it's been a long, long time, hasn't it? It was 2008. Wow. Yeah. For the 0809 season. We're closing in on 20 years since we've had a win down there. I, that's to me. I'd say I think that may be still one of the hardest places to go play. No There's doubt. no easy place, and uh, except for the. The only ones that are in any way easy are either the bottom of the bottom feeders and or like LSU's not that bad this year because well yeah if you if you catch them or or Florida on a, when they're on down. A down year and their fans aren't there yeah I mean but Florida had a down year and we damn we weren't ready for that yeah they're still pretty in there that was a night we went in there and they were worked up into a frog we yeah Tennessee's number two and we're just getting I mean. It, and shit our pants like the damn Beatles coming to town everybody's all fired up for it it was, it was weird uh, yeah. opposing fan bases respected our team a lot more than our fan base did there for a little while but home court just means a lot in college basketball this year yeah. I mean, to put it yeah. in perspective John Shire became the first coach in 
college basketball history to go undefeated at home in his rookie year as a head coach. So did you were you guys aware they were showing it just a minute ago? I don't know if the kid passed him yet or not that the unbreakable record is going to fall. Uh, Maravich's record. The Detroit oh, yeah. Mercy kid. Yeah. I did not realize he was going to break it. Just total points for a career. Yeah. But he got to play five seasons. Yeah. Maravich only played three. <laughs> the crazy, yeah, that's insane, isn't it? So, I don't know. It, it's going to be really With no three point line. No, that, that's what's mind blowing about it. All right, this uh, next guy is called a human tribe. He's got an interesting hairstyle. That's really him. That's a mug. That's a famous mug shot he's got there. Turn your mic on, dude. A human tribe. Talking to you, bud. You you requested to speak to us. Now you have to turn your mic on. Bottom left corner there, where it says mic is off, little microphone icon. You tap that, it'll say mic is on. No. Not feeling it. Okay, I got you. I feel you. I feel you. You you, uh, you might have thought you wanted to speak, and then it got to the moment, and you're like, eh, maybe not. Not so much. I feel you, a human tribe. <laughs> Joshy Boy is next. What's up, Joshy Boy? What's up, guys? Oh, not much. How you doing? Guys, great win tonight, and uh, I'm sure Roger was smiling down from heaven after the Vols got a big dub. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, we've got this team's got a guardian angel. If if we'll take advantage of it, and it was, I, you know, I, I recency bias. Perhaps, but I feel like this might be right up there with Alabama as far as the best win of the season. Even Alabama, we did not have this level of offensive efficiency. Now, maybe Alabama's just that much a better opponent than Arkansas, but this was just a complete performance. And to hold it together after Ziegler went down, the level of shock inside that arena, it was palpable coming through your TV set. And I mean, you could hear... Yeah, I mean, you, I, I thought for sure, there. you know, I thought, man, well, first of all, I thought that that was a very losable game to begin with because Arkansas is pretty good. And then after that happened, you're thinking, oh, man, how are they going to respond? And they did not let up one bit. I thought Meshack was critical in that, you know, that first five minute stretch after the injury because he was really bringing it. Vescovy and Triple J played well during that time, too. You, that was shocking, man. I, and, that had to have taken a while to to overcome. So very is one of the more impressive elements of the game is just the way they handled that. Yeah, for sure, Russ. Russ, Bear, Davey, what do you guys think? Do you think Meshack should guard uh, any of the team's best player that we face? Because I think he is a really good lockdown defender. Yeah, I mean, I, I if if you need a stop, and Barnes's mo seems to rotate. I, you know, even against Brandon Miller, 
we tried some different guys on him, even when Meshack was on the floor. So I think he likes to throw different looks and it's never going to be all one guy, but man, if we're in a tournament situation and somebody's going off and we need to put the cooler on him, that's Meshack, man. Put him in the torture chamber. That dude is just ridiculously. Uh, I, I just felt it, we played so aggressive tonight, so but just ferocious. From that, that to me is what stood out. I, I think we played more aggressive and and fierce tonight than we have in any other game all year. And we saw that on defense against Alabama. Um, we could have beaten Alabama like this, but that night we just our shots weren't falling. That game should have been a lot, a lot bigger. Margin. The shots weren't falling tonight. I mean, we were four of sixteen from three. Yeah, but I mean, the, everything we every time we dropped it down low, I mean, those guys were automatic. I don't know what our point per possession that whole stat was for. Tonight. I'd be interested to see what that was for this game. I actually can tell you if you give me twenty five seconds. Russ, Davy, I don't know if we have that much time. Go ahead, Josh, boy. Russ, I think. Well, we. I'm not a doctor. I don't think any of us are, but knowing probably the prognosis <laughs> of uh, Double Z's injury, I think the ceiling for this team is at least Sweet 16, you know, in my opinion. I don't know. I've seen some crazy, crazy shit happen in March in the NCAA tournament. So... Let's not put a ceiling on it. How about that? No, let's yeah, that's let's what enjoy I'm... the ride. We're, we're yeah. in March. Hey, guys, listen, yeah. it's Rick Barnes basketball. There's no reason to have high expectations here. <laughs> let's not, let's, no, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be an ass, man. Let, it, no, I know you're not. Let's, yeah. let's just put the expectations aside, realize that this team's been through a lot of injuries, even before Zakai's injury tonight, and let's just – Let's just watch these games and hope for the best, man, and enjoy March Madness. And um, hey, we're we're here. You just got to keep knocking on that door. Been saying it for years. We're getting, we get to knock on, on that, that door, door again, Joshy boy. We get yes, to knock on the door knock- again, Joshy boy. Someone's yeah. knocking on the door. Someone's ringing the bell. Yep. Open the door and let them in, Bear. Can you name that tune? Let them in. Sing, <laughs> got to sing me a little bit. Knocking, knocking on heaven's door. No, someone's knocking on the door. Someone's ringing the bell. Dump, 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 da, 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 da. I don't know the answer to that, but the answer to the points per possession was one point two. Yeah. Open the door and let them in. That's Ooh. that's good, right, Davey? It's very good. Yeah, that's what I figured. But I'm, uh, what were you gonna say, Bear? I was just saying, I mean, the step 48 points in the paint, we're turning them over, you know, we're just turning them out constantly. Davey, uh, I think if this team limits any team to like maybe 20 or 30 possessions per game, I think Tennessee can win the game most of the time. What do you think? If you can see a team limit somebody to 20 to 30 possessions a game, I'd be amazed. Um, or maybe they, they play good defense, but that's just – I don't see that being in the cards. Yeah. I just 
I just want to see more offensive consistent consistency, guys, you know? Well, we'll see. Um, yeah. Offensive consistency. Saturday at Auburn. How many points do we think our Vols need to put on the board to win? And what I'd do you, say what at least 60, Russ. Yeah, I'm thinking over 60 myself. I'm thinking... I'm thinking we need to go for uh, 63, 62, 63. Can Auburn put up that much against us at home? Find out. Yeah. Good Arkansas team at 57 tonight. And uh, Auburn's probably going to be playing for uh, their NCAA tournament hopes against us Saturday. You know that's going to be a big game for them, Russ. Yeah. I would say – to go back to one of Russell's five things he likes to see in football back in the fall, we really need to start fast. We need to get that crowd of oh, crowd. Gonna crowd say, play out a clean of, game. Yeah, play aggressive, play a clean game, but start fast. Get the crowd out of it early. Protect our quarterback, our lead in our ball game. Yeah, but uh, guys, great win tonight, and uh, prayers up for Roger and his family. Go Vols! Thank you, Josh. Appreciate you, my friend. Yeah, Good. Auburn and Mississippi State are both st- two SEC teams still trying to fight to get in. It's dangerous. Team like that at home. What do y'all what what do y'all think about Kentucky right now? Like I think they're day, they're really I think they're cuz they're going to be underseeded or their seed isn't going to match how they're playing the past what 3 or 4 weeks now. Well, <laughs> they'll probably get a, they'll, they'll be overseeded. I wouldn't mind getting another shot at them at Nashville. One more crack at them. I'm still, like I said, man. I'm really, I'd be, I'm very intrigued about our big, long physical lineup against theirs. Sheboy just tears us apart pretty much every damn time out there. I mean, we've been able to get enough. What was Plavi gonna do on him? I didn't really let Plavich play against him last time. Which is surprising. Very quietly strung together. He's probably I feel like a dude's been pretty consistent. Yeah, he's he's been good. He's grown into a nice I mean, he's well, I feel like he's our best rim protector. Yeah, one play tonight in the second half where he got the ball down low and just banged into a guy's just knocked him through the lane and laid it in. It was, is he, he has big ass shoulders on him. Yeah. No, he well he hasn't played yeah. that. I mean, he's he's by far the least physical of our big guys. And I heard Barnes talking about that yesterday about you know the book on, on him is they're gonna be physical with you. They're gonna shove you around because he's not as strong as the other post players. And so I thought that was big for him tonight to I know Arkansas is young and not as big in the post, but Tennessee handled him. See him come back after uh Next, yeah, next, and with a whole other offseason, really, really uh, work hard in the weight room, pack some muscle on. Future's bright, Adu, Awaka, um, Freddie Buckets, yeah, DJ, DJ, maybe get one of these seniors to come back. JP Australia, let's feel well. Hey, here, here's one more, one more. Thing. I mean, regard 
if the Zakai Ziegler injury is is as bad as we all fear, if it's you know a long term thing, you're gonna have to go get a point guard in the portal this offseason. You're gonna have to find somebody because we're counting on him so much next season. And if it's one of those six to nine month recoveries, first of all, is he even gonna be cleared by the time the season starts? And second of all, it's gonna take him a long time to to get back into shape, but speculation station let's keep our fingers crossed hope for the best uh ben mckee did tweet rick barnes says he won't count out vols freshman bj edwards when it comes to contributing to the planet point guard said edwards has improved as much as anyone lately that fits with what i'm hearing i'll tell you i don't see how you can say that and then not give him any (laughs) minute at all we beat a team by 20 points tonight i I think tonight in that moment like that's why i've been the you know, when I was texting you and Trey, I was like, he's not, he won't play a minute, basically. I, he's not going to get any minutes. And, but I wonder now if it's just given the situation, the importance of this game, uh, we weren't in any foul trouble and we were kind of rolling. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, going forward, he also announced Tyreek Key will be available Saturday against Auburn. I mean, I really don't expect him to play BJ against Auburn a whole lot unless we get into foul trouble. No, he's going to have to factor in at the point for sure. I just don't. That's when I get really nervous when when I'm watching him play point. He's not very good at it. Yeah, what scares me with Auburn, though, is like I know Bruce will press. Oh, he'll press the shit out of us. Westchester. Is next. What's up, Westchester? Hey guys, how we doing? Doing all right. Uh, hanging in there. Uh, Davey, did you just say that um, Auburn and Mississippi State were or are so uh, going into tonight? Uh, Auburn, UF, and Mississippi were fighting for that eight line in the SEC tournament. So Auburn is still uh, sorry, Arkansas, UF, and. Uh, State were fighting for that eight line to avoid the uh, the Wednesday game. So I don't understand how you say that Auburn and Arkansas are on the same page as far as making the uh, making the dance. I thought that, that I think that's, I didn't say that. I said Auburn and Mississippi State are right, and Auburn's five, and State's fighting for an eight. So how is that? Mississippi State did not play well at all in the uh, non-conference part of the season. Arkansas, their big thing is they had a lot of injuries early on, so I know they're going to look at that as, well, how are they playing once they get all their guys back? Because uh, Nick Smith Jr.'s come on as of late. Auburn, I mean, they just, they've been up and down throughout the season. I'm just kind of like giving you the answer based off where a lot of the bracketologists have it. But both Mississippi State and Auburn are at that point to where it's, it's make or break time, and they both could use a key win to kind of get them over the hump and get them into the actual field of contention. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is I just don't understand why the bracketologists are saying that when they're that far apart and as far as SEC standings, but that's fine. That's fine. Either way, um, I, you know, Tennessee took a big step today to staying on the four line. If they can, uh, if they can find a way to win at Auburn on uh, Saturday, then they pretty much guarantee the four spot, which would be huge except for the fact that you've still got to play Auburn as the five seed, but we'll see how that works out. But the, uh, 
y'all y'all know in football when you uh when the head coach gets to play the fire the coordinator card to keep their job for a year longer. We're all well aware of that, yeah. right? Does that does that does that work in uh, basketball with injuries? Like when when we go one and done and and uh, or one and yeah one and done and we go we go one and one in Nashville and then we go one and done in the tournament. Do we get to say that it's only because we lost the uh, guy for an injury late in the season? Does that help Barnes keep his job? Because I haven't seen anything that uh, that has changed the fact that I think we're going to get out of the round of. Uh, 32 and in March. I mean, is there, you don't, you don't know that. You don't know that. Nobody knows that. Westchester, the the phrase, uh, whatever you said, does it help Barnes keep his job? (laughs) This is fantasy land that you're, there's no, there's no world where Rick Barnes, his job is in jeopardy. He's your basketball coach. Should he be? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's right now. Yes. That's like, come on, Westchester. Seriously, dude. Come on. If we lose another uh, another uh, round of the uh, thirty-two game this year, and uh, should we should we keep them? Why, Colin? Colin, you know, then the Colin that night, and we'll listen to you. We can listen to you <laughs> spew venom then. But until then, no, we we're, all, we're all kind of enjoying a, a 20-point beatdown of Arkansas, man. We, we should probably fire him and pay him his $25 million buyout and um, hire Kim English or Steve Forbes or something. That that would be really smart. No, that, that, I, get, I get your point there, Russ. But, I mean, somehow we won a game tonight that we should not – there's no way we shouldn't beat Arkansas by that much, right? Like, that was just <clears> – excuse me. I mean, that was a – What does that tell you, Westchester? That somehow our team uh, rallied behind the injury and found a way to win, but uh, that's not coaching. Found a way to win. Did you watch the game? They beat the living hell out of Arkansas. Right, but that's not coaching. We never trailed. It wasn't an accident. That's not coaching. They were well prepared. Five Three better team or by a lot. Two. No, no, no. Hold on. Give me, give me a second. Don't. don't. Not tonight. You Sorry, don't know that. You're, not uh, not tonight. Tonight of all nights, not tonight. I'm not going to listen to that tonight. But 20-point win, we are celebrating. What about Musselman spazzing out down there? We haven't talked about that at all. Yeah, I mean, it was a gold tent. All that diet Oh, hell yeah, drinking. it was. And everybody that thought that, that uh, I guess it was his last foul of Escovy. Where everybody thought he got, I mean, he about took the kid's head off. <laughs> when you looked at it, I saw him. I saw his head well, jerk. We are always quick to point out the officiating sucks when it goes against us. We feel it's going against us. We got some calls tonight. Tell him about, about it, Russ. That call on, uh, was it Triple J? The call going to the under 12 timeout where Triple J hit the turnaround fadeaway and the guy stuck his hand in his face it was not a foul. And they gave us the and one and Triple J was able to convert, make it a three point. But it wasn't a foul. That's what that's what uh, Musselman was going crazy about. Yeah, uh, I thought the announcers got it wrong. They thought he was arguing against Tennessee face guarding or something. He was no. arguing the horrible foul call that went against him. 
on Triple J. So we we definitely got we got some good calls tonight. We got a very favorable whistle. Yeah, they got blistered by both Barnes and Musselman. Apparently, there's some clip of Barnes. I don't know if he's telling me he wants them to to uh, call. Doug Shouse called a foul on um, one of their guys right in front of Musselman. They called it. It was like a moving screen, <laughs> and Shouse like runs up and does like a hip thrust, like right in Musselman's face. Said, <laughs> so "That's on you, big boy." Have another sip of Diet Coke. I love that he drinks Diet Coke there on the sideline, and he's got a guy that he, like, hands it to and puts it in what I presume is an uh, ice chest or something to keep it nice and cold for him down there. I wish I need one of those guys, Diet Coke guy. Maybe Benny Slots will do it for you. But, yeah, it was uh, – there was some – that was a soft call there. We got a, We got a good whistle tonight, no doubt about it. So, was it Tom Crean that also just did Diet Coke for every game? I don't know. I'm having some. Uh, my son really likes Seven Up, and we buy like these little mini cans, these seven point five fluid ounce cans of Seven Up Zero Sugar. I could suck one of those things down and like. Oh <laughs> yeah, I pound those babies. Having some of that with a uh, Tate's Bake Shop. Oatmeal raisin cookie. <clears throat> Great. Never, never liked oatmeal raisin. I tell you, uh, I tell you who'd be right here by my side. Big Raj. Be dining on a <laughs> smorgasbord of cookies and seven up. I'm going to tell you, you'd be lucky to get a half a cookie. <laughs> Bear, what was the story? Were you going to like a state high school championship game and you show up to pick them up? It's like 30 no. degrees. No, that was that was damn Esteban, man. Oh, that was Esteban. And what I couldn't figure out was uh, I asked Esteban, I was like, why did you not send him back inside and tell that young man to get a coat, Esteban? Like, I Esteban's think, out to lunch. He didn't notice. They did get him, like, a sweater or something at the game. But I, I asked him, I was like, dude, were you cold? He's like, yeah, I was cold. I was cold, <laughs> us. No, Esteban, like, took off one of his legs. I mean, Esteban split the difference. Like Esteban had a couple of legs. They, they, gave- they were at like a Bills game or something. Rogers over there in short sleeves. It's <laughs> <laughs> so damn funny, man. Oh. That shit he did, I don't know if you heard about it, Dave. He he came up like Russ. Russ welcomed him on the show. And he breaks into like a dead-on Phil impersonation. Just like when- what do you say, spot? Russ? Yeah, he just like started saying, what do you say, Russ? Marcus, Bear? Oh, I say, Russell. <laughs> Golly, that dude was funny. He was a trip, man. Uh, like my wife told me tonight, this the, these shows are, are silly and stupid and whatever, but they mean a lot to a lot of people. And, you know, he, he had his schedule, man. I mean, he would call the, the sports animal in the morning, and Tony B in the midday and us in the afternoon. And I mean, that's a good half hour or so on the phone every day talking to his buddies. And, uh, that's not factoring in wait time either. No, I don't think he minded the wait time. He liked to listen. So, yeah. 
he's always just uh, Richie D said it best in a tweet earlier. Uh, love Richie. Uh, the world would be a better place if everybody was as kind as Roger. Here, here. That's about about as nice as I've anything I've ever heard somebody say about somebody else. What a wonderful compliment it was. Especially these days, and in our thing, talk radio, and the, oh, the yeah. age of the hot take and manufactured debate, and wanting everybody ripping to get fired. somebody, got to rip somebody, and Rogers a ray of sunshine. So said it on the show today. There have been many days, many days where we've just been burning it down, just completely melting down over some inconsequential Tennessee loss of of something <laughs> because. You know, as I, I think I'm beginning to realize the older I get, I guess my teams just can't win every game. Keep thinking it's going to happen, but uh, no. But, Roger, we'd just be losing our minds, calling for people to be fired, calling people names, idiots, to, uh, you know, turning on each other, just bare-knuckled, bare, just brawling in the streets. And Roger, call in and... Give you some perspective from time to time. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I repeat it. We'll be all right. <laughs> I mean, Davey, right. Davey, do some dark days. Davey in, in December 2020, Jeremy Pruitt was three and six in uh, the subject of an NCAA investigation. Texas A&M is coming to town. We're all just figuring if there's any way we can get this guy out of here in time for next season. Rogers calling that week. What do we got to do to get a win? What do we got to do to beat Jimbo? Hell, I don't know, Rog. Maybe a meteor will strike their team bus on the way to the stadium this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> and then he got, he thought that was bad for you to even. Uh, don't say that. Don't, yeah. Don't say that. Then the next thing you know, an article comes out from Fox Sports Knoxville about Jeremy Pruitt, what he's been doing on the recruiting trail. Oh, written by one of the guys he's talking hey, to. Hey, if the NCAA Committee on Infractions was as forgiving as Raj, Jeremy Pruitt might have gotten that Alabama defensive coordinator job. And yeah, Ro- Roger wouldn't given Brian Niedermeyer, Shelton Felton, and uh, – uh, I've already forgot the other guy's name. Uh, a three to five year show cause, that's for sure. Oh God, I'm I'm glad this came up. Okay, so you just thought Alabama fans could twist themselves into pretzel over this Brandon Miller issue? I saw some today after that Dellinger report dropped. Uh, in you know in that thread, somehow separating the fact that he was Tennessee's coach that that Jeremy Pruitt is being persecuted and he should be allowed to coach at Alabama. And it was all just because he was up here at Tennessee. It was, it was, I, I couldn't, it's hard to explain. Like they're arguing his punishment was he had to go to Tennessee. Well, no, they're arguing that he should <laughs> be punished at all for any of this stuff that he didn't know about it. Well, that was it. Yeah, that's his argument. According to the John Bryce article today, I mean, he's telling them presumably with a straight face that he didn't know this kind of stuff was going on. 
Yeah, what's that uh that old uh oh yeah, lack of institutional control? Yeah. He's I guess on he's, that one, Jeremy. He's trying to get Moose to take the fall for him. Hey, Brian, here's the deal, man. You're coaching high school football anyway. Just go ahead and take the hit for me so I can go back to Alabama with Nick. I'll send you a couple McDonald's bags full of cash once I get my salary back up over six, seven figures. I wonder what – I guess Brian would say, well, Jeremy, how am I going to convince them I was the number one recruiter in the country and you just happened to – like, wh what was going through your mind whenever they you know, like, yeah, this guy's the number one recruit in the country, recruiter in the country. How would that come about? I'd like to see him explain his way out of that one. Put him on the stand. Put him under oath. All right, boys. Appreciate you. March is here. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Boy, it is, isn't it? <sighs> so what, two more weeks of this? Uh, no, Kuipers. Come on, Davey. Oh. <laughs> it's March, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. You got three or four more weeks here, buddy. Don't take my inconsiderate comment out of out of out of context. When we're here laughing, crying, tears of joy, doing keg stands on the keg of glory after we knock down that door and realize the impossible dream. You'll, you'll look back on that comment and say, boy, what a dope I was. I hope you can play me. I told you so, Russell. Fellers, uh, appreciate you all. Be sure to check us out tomorrow. We'll have uh, Tennessee assistant basketball coach Justin Ganey on the drive with us at uh, 4.30 tomorrow. So be sure to check that out. God, I'm so glad we won, man. I, I didn't want to talk to him after a loss. No, and not only that, but just a, a dominating, you know, win like this and overcoming the adversity of the Kai's injury and just to absolutely take it to them and make them like it was uh, was was really nice. We did have a top 100 point guard prospect at this game, Ahmad Noel from Philadelphia was visiting. Now he's, we also had another one. He, he's a rising senior. So like we wouldn't be, he would not be able to play right away, but uh, yep. Ganey's doing work had, I believe Juke Harris was in town earlier this week. He's another North Carolina kid. Ganey's getting in North Carolina, doing some damage in there. He got us a got us Dillion. I think there was a, another, like, either I think it was a four-star big. Because I saw a tweet about it, about he was standing next to the kid you're talking about. I didn't see that. All right. Hey, don't don't count out them, like, with the, the point guard situation. We're trying to get somebody. Obviously, there are no point guards currently committed in this class. But getting a kid to reclassify, he might be doing work on one of the top kids in the uh, 2020 five class yeah to try to come or 2024 class to come up early maybe that maybe that's noel see they got a i'm i'm so 
I don't want to Barnes bash here, but the, these transfers just have not been working out for him. Have, have we had – who's the best transfer of the Barnes era? It, it might honestly be key. I know he hasn't had the impact we had all hoped, but has there been? I feel like we had another – somebody – this has been bugging me. I've had somebody, like, on the edge of my brain. Yeah, James, me too. James Daniel the third. Yes. Yeah. That's Was exactly – damn, Davey, thank you. But – was he maybe better than Key? I mean, he split time at point with somebody else that year, right? He he didn't start he was, much. He was – I feel like he was a hell of a lot more consistent, what we got but, out. Yeah, but he was playing with Bone. That's right. But I remember him being – at least we had a reliable backup. I mean, now the big, the big thing for me is watching how this thing with – because, I mean – it, Murphy's law. I mean, it, why he didn't get our backup point guard, who everybody thought was a backup point guard, any minutes all year. So, yeah, there are some mysteries still lingering about this team, but we'll see if they can get on a roll here. Pretty, absolutely. pretty darn good effort tonight. Barry, Davey, love you boys. Thank you so much. Anything y'all want to add before we shut this thing down? Uh, this one goes out to Roger. Yeah. Just going to miss my friend. I think we all are. So, um, yeah. Been a rough day. Indeed. Indeed. Prayers for Raj and his family. Prayers for Zakai and his situation there. Hoping for the best. Love and appreciate all of you. Thank you for jumping in with us tonight. Big win for the Big Orange. The cause endures. The hope lives on. The dream will never die. Talk to you tomorrow on The Drive, 3 to 6 on Fan Run Radio.